You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yumiko's new holiday collection is the perfect way to get winter ready this season. Complete with signature styles like the Alicia and the Sofien, in addition to newer styles like the Nina, Masha, and Zoe, Yumiko's array of holiday items is sure to have something for everyone. These ready-to-wear selections are festively designed with warm velvet fabrics and bright holiday colors. Plus, they all ship within two to three days, just in time to give a Yumiko to that special dancer in your life. Share the joy of Yumiko this holiday season with the new holiday collection. Available to order now at yumiko.com. This episode is brought to you by the Town of Vail, a sponsor helping to host the Vail Dance Festival in our community. I'm Rebecca King-Ferraro. And I'm Michael Breeden, and you're listening to Conversations on Dance. This week, we are joined from the 2019 Vail Dance Festival this past summer by Christopher Grant, New York City ballet dancer. Christopher was born in Queens. He began his dance training at the School of American Ballet in 2002. In August 2015, he became an apprentice with the New York City Ballet and joined the company as a member of the Corps de Ballet in 2016. We talk with Chris today about his training, the struggles of moving from student life to company life, how he hopes that he can set an example for students coming through the school and his second year at the Vail Dance Festival. Thanks for coming up and joining us, Chris. We're really excited to talk to you. We know you have such a full schedule, but um, we appreciate you taking time out of your day. I'm very happy to be here. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> well, we're excited to have you. Let's start at the beginning. Tell us how you got your start in ballet. Ah. How did I start in ballet? Well, I, I feel like everyone sort of starts this way, like a hyperactive kid. Mm-hmm. Parents are kind of like, all right, I need to get you out of my house, mm-hmm. <laughs> like now. Uh, so uh, I was born in uh, New York, Queens, and then my mother wasn't a citizen. She's a Jamaican, so she brought me back down as soon as as I was born, mm-hmm. in a way. And I remember she telling telling me, like, 
when I was younger, I used to always just dance mm-hmm. everywhere. I would, she was an art teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like a principal of a really big school in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. And I used to always like, <laughs> uh, like dance with the girls and like watch them dance and watch uh-huh. all the, like everyone in that school dance. And I would like mm-hmm. try to mimic it. Uh-huh. And she knew that in Jamaica that I wouldn't really make it as a dancer just because of how the culture was. It's mm-hmm. a lot different now, but it was a little, it was a little weird for guys to dance. Mm-hmm. So she brought me up up uh, to Connecticut first, actually, mm-hmm. and she tried me in this school. I think it was like Bay Bayling uh, Academy or something mm-hmm. like that. It was in Connecticut, and um, someone from SAB actually came and they were doing an audition. Uh-huh. And they went up to my mom and was like, "Hey, you need to uh, take him to SAB and try him out." <laughs> yeah. And how old were you at this point? I was I was six at the time. Uh-huh. Wow. I was six at the time, and then once when we moved to New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, to try out for SAB, mm-hmm. um, I just turned seven, which is the age they take you in, right, right, right. Mm-hmm. and um, that's how I started. I started skipping at first. They didn't, they didn't turn me out or anything. Right. They were like, "Can you just skip across?" Yeah, and I was yeah. just like skipping to the music, <laughs> and um, um, I got accepted, and then I started my my long, long mm-hmm. SAB like career. Wow, yeah, went through the whole shebang. The yeah, whole shebang from was, seven to graduation. That's yeah. pretty. I mean, a long that's time. A, a rare thing. I think at any school, right? Yeah. Um, but what was it that let you know that that was the right place that made you continue your training there? And um, I think I think it wasn't it wasn't like oh I want to be a great dancer and this and that. I think I was very stubborn. Mm-hmm. I, I I didn't want to be like defeated in any way. Mm-hmm. So like I would see the boys, all the other boys are like technically perfect and they were doing all these tricks. Right. Not when you're like super young, but like, you know, uh, you see them like starting to do pirouettes mm-hmm. and like if you can't do pirouettes, I, I would get frustrated and I'd be like, no, I have to get this. <laughs> so it's like sort of a determination to like, not be left behind right and then after a certain amount of time it started to feel good to me because it like it made me smile once i got something you know what i mean it was sort of a an accomplishment of like yeah you can you can you could do things you know what i mean you when you were younger did you have um a sort of sense like the importance of sab where we oh yeah ballet it's fun yeah i i realized that right away Uh um once i got once i got to like boys three that's when I started to really feel the intensity of it mm-hmm. because that's when I started watching. They had intermediate one and two at the time and advanced and special men's and stuff. And that's when I started to watch those guys do all this crazy stuff. But mm-hmm. it came from the teachers, mm-hmm. like watching Peter Bull teach, Nikolai Hubei teach. Mm-hmm. Like you you see the people, the, the other dancers, the students, mm-hmm. so attentive mm-hmm. and so... Um, just aware that this is not a place to like play you right, know it's right. a you play with your dancing and mm-hmm. like you explore and you right. really try to make yourself you know mm-hmm. different yeah but in terms of respect to the teacher and respect to like the art form mm-hmm. i that was like the first time i actually started to like pull all the the craziness in mm-hmm. and use it in a different way right. right was there ever a moment during your time during your training at sab i feel like there's always maybe a moment in a young dancers training where they're like, well, maybe dancing's not right for me. Maybe this is not what I want to do. But in such a professional school like SAB, did you ever have any of those like wavering thoughts? I was very, um, uh, I I did. I had, I had it, um, when I made it to intermediate, Mm -hmm. uh, that was, um, I was probably like my hardest year, the first year of intermediate Mm -hmm. because, um, my body wasn't 
completely what a ballet dancer body should look like. Mm-hmm. I have really like bow legged legs. I was like, my arms were kind of wacky. Mm-hmm. I just had like the heart and like the, 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 um, energy, the energy, <laughs> the energy. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, there was a point where I was like, you know, this, it was kind of racial a little bit because it was, it was, uh, I, I watched a lot of like white dancers mm-hmm. as I was growing up. I never really knew about a black dancer until like, at, like my last couple of years at SAB, like ta- like Arthur Mitchell, mm-hmm. um, what's this other guy? This Jamaican guy who used to be in the company. Um, I can't believe I'm forgetting his name. But there, I, I've started to like find out about other mm-hmm. dancers, and so my depression came from like, okay, their body looks so much different from mine. Mm-hmm. They fit this role. I've never really seen someone like me mm-hmm. do a role. You know, like you know, like Agon. Well, Agon, <laughs> Arthur Mitchell's, yeah. <laughs> but like diamonds, sure. the stuff uh-huh. that I was into. Diamonds. I didn't see anyone doing Western. I didn't. I didn't really see that many people. Right do it and then um it it sort of weighed on me because i felt like i didn't really fit in Mm -hmm. and that um that i would sort of be typecast Mm -hmm. so i i that held me back a little bit because i was like okay maybe maybe i won't really enjoy it i enjoy it because i I just honestly love dancing i don't really care about ranks as much Mm -hmm. um i just want to be able to do all the the cool things that i think is really you know cool so what allowed you to push through those kind of thoughts of second guessing if it was the right place for you um there's a lot of variables at the time um uh, it was like my mom Mm -hmm. my mom put so much effort into getting me here Mm -hmm. she worked in the bronx and she would have to drive me and then wait all day for me so it was sort of like i owed her i owed her the 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 um i don't know how to say it like i had to push through because she's pushing through for me Mm -hmm. so it would seem kind of crummy to be like yeah i don't want to do this you just wasted like 10 years of driving and waiting and sitting there. And then, and then I also thought about like, I could be that person that starts it, you know, for someone else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I, I I think that it's, it's like our duty as like our, in our generation as dancers to, to work as hard as you can and make a name for yourself and somebody else. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like once I'm at that point where I'm like, oh God, my back, I gotta, I gotta stop this at some point. Mm-hmm. I can look over and it doesn't matter if you're black, white, Hispanic or whatever, mm-hmm. just someone that I admire mm-hmm. and I think can be somebody amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm giving them whatever I have mm-hmm. right? and teaching them as much as I can and giving them love. Mm-hmm. I think that's what's not around as much mm-hmm. right now because it's very busy, you know, I'm in a big company, so I'm always busy and right. everyone's busy and I can't, I can't be babied, you know, right. I mean? everyone right. should have those tools already. Mm-hmm. Right. But I think once I get older, I definitely want to like, like give compassion and love. You see yourself I, as a mentor. Yeah. yeah. I just want, I just want someone to feel joy and not really think about like, oh, that person's getting more recognition than me. Mm-hmm. Cause that weighs down a dancer. Like mm-hmm. they see someone else blowing up right and like getting all the like people like posting about them and right. yeah, talking yeah. to them and like coming after the show and saying you're great and then you have that one other person over there that's working just as hard mm-hmm. and it's beautiful it's just that no one no one's told them or her the right thing to make them mm-hmm. beautiful that it's like it, that, that makes me sad because i feel it sometimes mm-hmm. and i know how that feels it's like a pit in your stomach you go home and you sit and you mm-hmm. don't want to be jealous because jealousy is like it's a motivation but it's also like very toxic because right. then you can't talk to your friend or right right right, person, right. your core That's workers, what it's hard, yeah, right it's, that you're you're a very close-knit group of people yeah but 
you know, those sort of feelings. It does, you know. It, Clouds you. Yeah. yeah. It shades. It, yeah. It's, it's yeah. awful. I think you're going to make a great teacher one day or coach something. Yeah. I feel like you have already those thoughts at such a young age of like uh, how you can make a dancer feel better and yeah. do their best. It's you know? important. Yeah. Art will just like flourish even more. Yeah. The happier you are, yeah. the happier you can make someone else. Yeah. You know? Have you had an experience yet with maybe a young dancer who's seen you and looked up to you and maybe already found that inspiration that you were looking for as a young child? I don't know if looked up. I think, I think they just notice me mm-hmm. and that's, I think that's good enough. Mm-hmm. I think, um, there are a few SAB dancers that are getting in now that I've spoke to that are very like, like when I was an apprentice, like very like nervous and like, mm-hmm. yo, how you doing? Mm-hmm. I like, uh-huh. I don't want to, I don't want to like cross boundaries, but I want to chill with you. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I have a few of those dancers that are already coming up to me and just talking to me and I'm, I'm just giving open arms because it's like, yeah, it's cool. That's another thing that's important too, talking about like a hierarchy in a company. Sometimes yeah. it can feel a little intimidating to try to reach out to some of the dancers who've been in the company for oh, yeah. a little longer, but it doesn't need to be. No, you know? it's yeah. just, it's li- it's literally just a title. Yeah. And it, it, I mean, it's very important because mm-hmm. that means you've worked towards being right. a principal right. dancer. Mm-hmm. But in the whole scheme of things, it's like, you're not going to treat someone else completely different just because they have a little more knowledge. They, Right. There's things that you know that, right. you know, they don't know, right. you know what I mean? And you learn faster because mm-hmm. you're younger and you're Sprite and they, they just already build up a well. So it's yeah. like, if I see a principal, I'm not going to treat them any different. I'm going right. to give them the respect because they sort of worked for what they have, sure. yeah. but I'm, I'm going to go up and talk to you. Yeah. yeah. You're a person, you're yeah. human, yeah. you breathe, you know, <laughs> I breathe. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was wondering, you know, because it was such a uh, unique thing for you that not that many people really start from the beginning to the end at SAB. Did that make, um, getting into New York city ballet, you think an even more, um, like important goal to you. And then when you achieved it, do you think it just like, Oh yeah, was even. Big. It's a big deal to anyone. Yeah, but I big. think for for having been there your whole life, it yeah. must have been really it, it special. Was, oh, oh man, it was mm-hmm. it was so important to me. It was kind of funny because when they they uh, they gave me my apprenticeship when they brought me to the office, I kind of wasn't not. I'm not saying surprised like oh I, you know I knew I was gonna get it, right. but I wasn't. I wasn't like oh my god, tears out my eyes, crying. I sort of right. was just like, okay, cool, thank you, right? And I left, yeah, because I was just like I I I, I knew. I knew how much work I put in and how much, how many people I've seen come and go mm-hmm. and, and like emotions and like a bunch of stuff that mm-hmm. just, that at that moment I was just like, yeah, thank you. <laughs> like, no, I've, given, I've given everything yeah, I feel anymore. I'm, I'm tired. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go nap now. I'm going to go nap. Thank you. I could like breathe for right. a second now. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? So what was that adjustment to company life like for you? Spending all that time in the school, yeah. you're very familiar with that part of the institution and then suddenly you're in this company. different area. Yeah. It, was, I, it was a beast I didn't know how to control at, at the start because um, at the very... I, I'm a I'm a people person. I, I like I like pleasing people. If someone else is happy, I'm fine. Mm. You know what I mean? I don't need to be happy all the time. Right. And so um when I got in, the mistake that I made was to try to be friends with everyone mm-hmm. and try to try to like fit in right, right away. And I think the best way to fit in is just by being yourself, mm-hmm. kicking back, doing your job paying attention listening to everyone you know Mm -hmm. taking it with a grain of salt Mm -hmm. because not everything people give you is valid sometimes it's like they see you 
it comes back to the jealousy thing. Mm -hmm. They see you flourishing and getting things, mm -hmm. and they will just they'll give you information that's kind. Of, it's 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 nice. It makes sense, but it, it works for them. Mm -hmm. They have a right. different body, you know what I mean. Yeah. So, so going back to the whole thing about like, like it was it hard? It was extremely hard. Mm -hmm. My first two years, I was miserable. Mm. Really? Yeah, I, I hated it so really? much. But what, hated it. What about it? Was, the um, the people, mm -hmm. the people. I didn't understand them at all. Mm -hmm. Interesting. At all. I tried. I tried my hardest to fit in. I, I became something, a person that I couldn't recognize at all. Mm. I um went to a, like a silent phase where I just didn't talk at all because I felt like everything I said was wrong and that they were just hating me more and more. And then I like, as time was going, as time gone by, this is my third, I think this is my fourth year now. Mm -hmm. Like I realized like, why, why am I trying to make you smile mm -hmm. right. or you smile? Or like, it, it makes no sense. Right. I got to make myself smile first. Yeah. And like, it helps with your dancing mm -hmm. so much. Oh yeah. Like, we're in Vail now working with Alonzo uh -huh. in, and it's not discrediting city Valley or my teachers at all. Right, right. I think all the knowledge they gave me were, uh, it, it helped me so much, mm -hmm. you know, but I, I've never met a person that can like, uh, say a few words and, and give you a few images in your head mm -hmm. and sort of break a, a major shell. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Now I feel like I could be myself. I could be yeah. Chris Grant, you know? <laughs> yeah. We're excited to talk to you more about Alonzo oh. King's piece. We're yes. really interested to hear about that. Again. I, we can tell yeah. you're really yeah, <laughs> animated about it. it. So we'll definitely come back to that for sure. Uh, but during this period, you were still being given opportunities yeah, even yeah. though you you know might have felt personally like you were struggling yeah. the staff obviously they admired your talent yeah but how did you reconcile those two things how were you able to go out and perform things that were stressful and that you knew were important while feeling that less way. than your best self when i'm on stage i i i give i don't care about anybody mm -hmm. when i'm on stage it's like my time if I'm in the core, I'm obviously going to stay in line and mm -hmm. sure that I'm doing the choreography, but it's, it's, it's the one thing that actually really makes me smile. Mm -hmm. Like I just happy. Mm -hmm. And when I get off stage, I'm happy. Mm -hmm. So I, I figured out how to separate those things just because, because I, I, I like this feeling mm -hmm. and then I hate, I didn't like this feeling mm -hmm. at work. So I, I would like deal with it. I would just be quiet. I wouldn't say anything. I would just, I'll just say it will be better one day. Mm -hmm. it, will, it will be better one day. No one, no one could hate someone. Or I don't, I don't think they hated me. I just think they didn't understand me. Right. But it's not forever. Mm -hmm. So I just, I, it was a patient thing for me. I could be, I'm very patient. <laughs> I spent 13 years in the school. You know what I mean? So like, like I, 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 I know that there will be something better at the end if I just kept on working hard and like, making sure that I kept up with my technique. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a certain level of like hazing in any company when oh, yeah. people it, join, you any, know, any we all job. can recount stories like yeah. that. Any job. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's just like, it's like an initiation mm -hmm. and they just want to see if you, you will crack so that they can, you know, treat you in a, in a certain way, yeah. like where they feel comfortable saying like certain things. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's, it's very important to any young dancer yeah. it's very important to when you get in just stick your ground mm -hmm. you know have respect because you're new right mm -hmm. but 
know your values and stick with them. And once you stick with those things, like nothing, yeah. nothing could bother you. You could just brush it off your shoulder. Yeah. Right. yeah. What were some of the first opportunities you had in the company that were featured roles? Uh, Mothership was one of them. Mothership is uh, was choreographed by Nicholas Blanc. And it was, I, uh, I did a parida with Alston McGill. That was like my first time actually being like, like uh, not the main uh, um, um, character of that ballet, but someone important, like someone that you know you have to watch because I'm the one dancing there, <laughs> and everyone's at the side standing. Yeah. So that was my first role, and it taught me a lot about um, being very like mindful of someone else. You know what I mean? Making sure that they look good, mm-hmm. and then you can look good, you know, mm-hmm. after. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that that role, I'm very grateful for it because it gave me a chance to like, like, I don't know, just be yeah. what I always wanted to be. Do you think you know? that also gave the staff an opportunity to see you and consider you yeah. as a real possibility? Yeah, it, the the uh, Craig Craig Hall, um, one that actually surprised me a lot was um, Rosemary. Mm-hmm. I remember her coming up to me Rosemary and saying something me, really, yeah. yeah, saying something really nice to me, and I was just like. <laughs> All right, I could go sit down now and yeah. relax. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. It was, um, yeah. That ballet is, I'm very grateful for. And then I had many others too. Mm-hmm. Um, he used a pretty young cast for. Oh yeah, ballet, right. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. It was a lot of. It was a young recently. Um, people who joined the, the company recently. Yeah. So, um, cool. yeah, it's really cool. It's nice. Yeah. Give, give like the young ones a chance sure. to like feel yeah. how it tastes so yeah. that they can work hard. Work so towards can, that. Yeah, exactly. What was your rehearsal process for the ballet like? Oh, it was amazing. It was, it was simple. You know what I mean? It was, um, he gave ideas and he, he, he experimented. I remember him experimenting a lot and just seeing how we move as dancers. And I think that's very important. It's mm-hmm. like, to make sure not just give choreography because most of the time it's like what looks good on you. Right. But if you understand that other dancer and you really try to like figure out what makes them like feel good, mm-hmm. then the the ballet will look good. So that's what yeah. he did. He like, mm-hmm. he took a time, took his time and he just tried different things over and over and over mm-hmm. and over until we had a finished product. Yeah. Yeah. So, so do you feel like there was a particular moment where you kind of felt yourself, you were getting these opportunities, maybe started to feel yourself coming out of this haze of like, mm-hmm. who am I in this company? I'm going to just be myself. Like, was there a moment where you just decided to let all that go and just uh... like be yourself and move forward? I honestly couldn't tell you. I think I, I as time just gone by, I just slowly got com- more comfortable. More comfortable. More comfortable. Yeah. And then um, I think I think it was just like watching how people handle situations mm-hmm. and just listening for a bit where I, I sort of got more and more comfortable mm-hmm. because then I realized they were just like me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I can't really give you a specific time, but I, I I just know over time, I just started to breathe a little slower and not like mm-hmm. so riled up and so nervous to be around right, people. Right. Yeah. That's good. Well, yeah. we're so glad you've turned that corner. Yeah, it's, I'm happy too. I'm so happy. I get to be a little more free. Good. This. Yeah. Good. That's great. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about Vale Dance Festival. This is your so fun second third year, year? Second, second year, yeah. second year here. So last year was your first year. How did yeah. your first opportunity come about to come here? How did they get in touch with you? Um, well, I I originally asked Lauren Lovett because mm-hmm. I was like, I want to dance up there. You got some 
baller at baller people up there. You uh-huh. got Herman, you got Isabella, you got Missy Copeland, and I'm, I'm listing like ABT dancers because I see my dancers right. all the sure, time. Sure, sure, yeah, yeah, So yeah. it's it's fun to see someone else of and course. someone that can turn for like minutes mm-hmm. and someone that could have their leg up there and just like float mm-hmm. you know what i mean and not just see them but dance and, with them and dance with them mm-hmm. and um also justin peck was coming up here and like creating something new i heard mm-hmm. and i just really wanted to come up because mm-hmm. I, I like i didn't even care if i i, I told him i was like i don't need to dance mm-hmm. as long as i could just be in the room and watch or listen I'm- yeah mm-hmm. that's awesome and you also got to dance in the all-star cast of increases last year <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty that was cool. So I mean, especially fun. since you're like citing people that you know yeah, you Calvin, respect so much. Yeah, I smiled at Calvin so much. I was like, "Well, you're really good." Yeah, Calvin, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So you were in a cast with dancers from ABT yeah. and Boston Ballet and Patricia, formerly Miami City Ballet. So, how, what was that experience like for you? It was like it was like trail mix. It was just all different flavors, <laughs> man. It was so cool. I like I saw the royalness of Calvin. I saw the explosiveness of. Isabella. Mm-hmm. Um, there was another dancer, Misa. Mm-hmm. She just like I was, I was kind of obsessed with her. I was like, "Oh, you're really good. You're she's like amazing. short, like fast. Yeah. Just like yeah. yeah, she's really good. Yeah, um, yeah, it was fun. And increases a really fun ballet. So to be able to like smile at someone new, it's like mm-hmm. that's cool enough for yeah. me. So you danced yeah. that at New York City Ballet? Uh, no, no I that was a debut. That for was you a here. debut for me. That was How a fun. Silver Surfer in Vail. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. It was All right. Cool. So let's talk about this year's yeah. Vail. Ah. Let's talk about Alonzo King's ballet because we know that you're I'm excited obsessed. to talk about. It. Yeah. So <laughs> there are half the cast is Lions dancers, mm-hmm. half the cast is New York City Ballet dancers chosen by Damien. Yeah. When did you guys start this process and what has it been like for you? Uh, we started the process right after our uh, recent season. I think it was either fall, I, I believe. Um, like literally the next day, they're like, yeah, you got Alonzo rehearsal. <laughs> and I was kind of a dummy. I was like, oh, you know, this is going to like move my back a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slide around. Easy. Easy. You know, I could, I'm wearing socks. Great. Don't have to warm up. I got there. And Ooh. boy, oh boy, I, oh man, I should have warmed up. Like my, <laughs> my back, my neck, and like just my mind itself was just like strung out. Yeah. And uh, those two weeks were probably my my most favorite like gig-wise rehearsals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it was just chock full of like emotions and like knowledge and and seeing people that move like water or like sharp as like ice or Mm -hmm. like different textures and Mm -hmm. feeling Mm -hmm. so those those first two weeks for that this process Mm -hmm. were like my my the best days yeah Yeah. what kind of things does alonzo say when he's trying to to get you to absorb his movement he says the things that you you need to hear (laughs) kind of like everything that comes out of his mouth is is like at that moment kind of deal. It's mm-hmm. like it's like he has so much knowledge already, and he's been doing it for a while that he he knows how to how to see something that you're doing and just being like, all right, stop. Like, mm-hmm. let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So and he 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 he's literal, and I don't know. I can't I can't. Even, I'm still trying to figure him out, <laughs> and, I, and I and I like that I don't know him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Because it's there's there's this wonder and there's this like eagerness to like mm-hmm. hear what's next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he, I remember, um, I had I had I had this major barrier where I couldn't really like explode. I couldn't move as much. Um, and he was just like more, more, and I was like, "What do you mean by more? I don't know." There's like, no more left. There's no right. more left. I'm tired. I'm cramping up. He was like, "No, you have." 
you have so much space. He he changed my mindset about dance. It's like not it's not a mental thing anymore for me. It's not like I have to be here on three. I have to be here on four. I got to do this. This is where my arm goes. I got to make sure this is tight. My turned out. It's like dance, just dance and feel everything. Like you could feel things through your back. You can mm-hmm. feel things with your fingertips. You mm-hmm. can, you like the space around you is yours. You could reach anywhere. You could look anywhere. You could, you know, it's, it's, it, it he, he uses the analogy of like a universe. It's like, there are all these like clusters and stars everywhere. And like, if you want to just reach for it and just grab it and you could pull it back down and put it inside of your body. And now you're like a radiant star. That's it's like, right. it's like trippy stuff. You're like, Whoa, that's kinda, <laughs> what? Uh, but, but, it, it makes sense. It, but it makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's patient and he's very, very like, very wise, man. He, he just looks at you mm-hmm. and doesn't give you any like, f- like facial emotion or anything. He just looks at you and just like, do it again. Mm-hmm. and then inside of you you're like damn I didn't do it that great right, mm-hmm. let me go bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and you, then you get to your one of your biggest points because I think you could go wild right but you get to one uh, like a certain point where you're like wow I've never danced like this before mm-hmm. and then boom that barrier is broken because mm-hmm. you reached a level that now you could always get there and you could even go even higher right, right. you know and it's I don't know it gives me goosebumps <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like it's just uh, it's nurturing Mm-hmm. He's taking the time to like look at you as a person, yeah. and like fix things that can be fixed. Also, like use for like outside life, mm-hmm. like just normal life. Yeah, one thing I find particularly interesting about this project is a lot of times when you when a choreographer comes into a company, for example, mm-hmm. and they have a different style, the only person there to show you the style is the choreographer or maybe a video. Mm-hmm. But in this instance, he has his dancers yes. there that are super familiar. Right. With it. So how much are you learning <laughs> from them? So much. Yeah. No, one of my one of my favorite. Uh, they're all my favorites actually. Everyone has like a different texture that I love. Mm-hmm. You have Michael who is just like I call him like a like a like a royal bird. He's like a falcon. Mm-hmm. It's like he's very sharp. He gets really low and he get really high and he could hold things and just flow and he just looks like it looks like slow motion in a way, but it, yeah. it's still on time. Mm-hmm. And then you have like Jawai. Jawai's like like this like like I, I, I still can't describe him but he's like water he moves his body his back is like the best thing i've ever seen in my life yeah and his arms are just luscious they, they it's like moving through air it's not cutting it's mm-hmm. it's like it's like if air had a current uh-huh. and his body was just like with the current it's not fighting it it's just moving with it mm-hmm. and it just looks like he's floating mm-hmm. and then you have you have aji <laughs> aji's legs are just like we saw her a little yeah. bit earlier today. Yeah. It's insane. It's insane. Uh, I've never seen someone have so much control. I mean, I have, but like with like her, who she is as a right. person uh-huh. and just watching her move, it's so it's so breathtaking and it stops time. Mm-hmm. And they have Maddie. Maddie who is like this like like I don't know, this creature. She like she can move it like all of them mm-hmm. you know what i mean they all can move like each other but she i don't know i still different they're all different i'm <laughs> still trying to figure her out too she's awesome yeah. i love it yeah well, we can't wait to see it yeah. oh man i can't wait for you guys to see it. <laughs> we're excited yeah. thank you so much this yeah. was so much fun to chat with you we really appreciate it we're so glad that you're you dance yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm excited to perform thank <laughs> thanks you. chris yeah, thank you thank you for joining us this week If you would like to support the Conversations on Dance podcast, there are a few ways that you can help. Click over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. 
Download episodes when you listen to allow our analytics to better understand our listenership. Join our Facebook group, Conversations on Dance, Friends of the Pond, or you can offer a donation. Conversations on Dance has always been and will always be free to our listeners. You can help us continue to create and produce this unique behind-the-curtain look at the dance world by visiting conversationsondancepod.com support. Thank you for tuning in. See you next week. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.